You're listening to episode 56 of the Curiosity Club podcast. Welcome to the Curiosity Club podcast, a safe place to get your weekly dose of life lessons, helping you let go of fear, overwhelm and insecurities. I'm your host, Katri Barrett, and with each episode, I share my insights and practical skills for you to unlock your full potential. Live and work confidently. Be courageous. Be curious. Because life's too short to keep holding yourself back. Hello, hello, Curiosity Clubbers. I hope you are all having a wonderful week, wherever you might be in it, whilst you're listening to this episode. If you missed last week, I made the exciting announcement that we are making some changes around here at the Curiosity Club and swapping to themed seasons, which means that this is going to be the last episode for a little while whilst we record and get ready to relaunch again with the new season in April. If you enjoy the podcast, I would be so appreciative if you left a five-star rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. The reason why that I and all other podcasters bang on about this all the time is because the more ratings and reviews that we have, that each podcast has, the more people are able to find it and the more likely that they are to listen. They want to hear firsthand from people what they enjoy and what um, they get out of the podcast. So I I thank you in advance. Um, And also, if you're listening, do take a screenshot and share it and tag me over on Instagram and make sure that you're following the brand new Curiosity Club account over on Instagram to stay up to date with the news of the next season when it's going to be released and the guests as it happens live. Today I want to talk to you about something that has been misconveyed, misconstrued and mistreated for thousands of years and that is power. I want to explore the different ideas of what power actually means, along with how it feels when you have depleted your personal power reserves and how you can begin to cultivate it again for yourself. But first, I have been receiving a lot of messages about the change course. So I want to just quickly answer a few of the questions that I've been sent around this. If you missed the announcement, um, starting next Friday, the 6th of March 2020, I will be running the change course, which is my six week online coaching program. And it's a group course and program which takes you on a journey to become unstuck. Ultimately, it equips you with a toolbox and knowledge of how to think feel and do the things that you want to in order to become the sort of best, optimum and most fulfilled version of yourself. I've had a question from sort of similar questions from a couple of people asking me whether the course is right for them, not being quite sure. And in short, it's for anyone who wants to take their life to the next level. Ideally, we all want to be the best version of ourselves, right? One that isn't afraid to do the things that we want to, to be able to make confident decisions, someone who feels happy, fulfilled and is successful, whatever that means to us. Well, the change course enables you to become that 
person. If you feel like your relationships, your career, your confidence or your happiness aren't where you would like them to be, then the change course will help you develop the clarity on what it is that you want in each of these areas Get to the root source of your negative emotions, your self-doubt, your procrastination, your self-sabotage, however it's showing up for you, and help you develop a more empowering way of doing thinking and feeling. Um, Somebody else was asking about how much time that they would need to commit to the course each week as they're wondering whether it can fit around their current workload. So over the six weeks, every Friday, you'll gain access to that week's module. There's one each week. And each module is made up of short videos between 10 and 20 minutes long that you can complete in your own time throughout the week. And then every Monday, Monday evening at 7.30pm, there's the group coaching call with me, which you can attend live. But if you can't make it on certain weeks, for whatever reason, that's no problem, because you will all be sent a replay. And you can always send me questions to cover and answer before and ahead of time in those live coaching calls. So I would say the minimum is two hours a week to commit to the course. Um, If you have more time and the more effort and energy and time you spend on discovering the topics for yourself, understanding it, applying it to yourself, doing the exercises, of course, the more you're going to get out of it. But that's two hours. That's just two less episodes of that Netflix program you're watching or thinking about it in terms of how much time you spend a week on social media, I think it's something like the average person spends 30 minutes a day on social media. That's a total of three and a half hours a week. So just two hours out of that, two hours left on, less on social media, applying that to your self-discovery, your self-growth, your self-development. Imagine the life you could create for yourself in six months time if you committed just to this two hours a week to yourself from now and six months time it genuinely has the potential to change your life and that is what the six weeks of the change course is setting you up for so if you're telling yourself you don't have enough time then i'd encourage you to get honest and ask is that the real reason is there another is that just an excuse or is there something else going on for you One of the best things is that all of this content you will have access to forever. You can come back to it and catch up on it at any time, at any point in your life where you want to remind yourself of something or see it with fresh eyes. I know that lots of people who who did the course before come back to it, dip in and get even more out of it by re-watching it at different times of their life. So that is the change course in a nutshell. Um, You can read more about it, more about the modules, hear from people who've done it before by heading to the link uh, in the description of this episode and read all about the change course there. And please do reach out if you have any other questions or queries. I am more than happy to answer them for you. Send me an email on hello at catrybarrett.com. But let's get back to talking about power. What is power? So too often we are led to believe that to have power means to have control or leadership over others and that it's defined by, say, our wealth or status that we obtain by gaining adoration and accolades, titles, promotions and praise and such things. And yet, sure, there is a certain amount of influence and authority that come along with these things. But in my opinion, those aren't the measure of true power. 
When we're talking about how to cultivate the real essence of this way of being and this energy source, we need to acknowledge that it doesn't come from an outer source, but rather from within each of us. The issues around this occur when we reward and respect others only for their outer achievements. And in doing so, we end up striving for those ourselves. And this striving is what tends to then make us feel like we are missing something, that we're not good enough or that we don't trust ourselves. And leaning on others who we perceive to be more powerful than than us and trusting their decisions, their opinions, their actions more than our own. Now, in history, we have seen this be the cause of so much pain and destruction. When people have lost their voice, their autonomy or beliefs of that of someone else who has just shouted louder or has used force. I'm interested in personal power because ultimately the world would be a much better, happier, healthier and harmonious place if we were all focused on cultivating this inner essence for ourselves rather than competing for it in terms of material gains. And in this sense, To be powerful means that you are consistently and continuously creating your own circumstances. You're living life on your terms in accordance to the real version of you. It's a divine inner strength that carries you through life and picks you up during the toughest of times. It's a liberation where you're free from the constraints of always worrying about the judgment of others where you live life intentionally with a sense of purpose instead of sabotaging your progress. Power is the driving force that helps keep you moving or helps keep you moving forward through challenges, helps you overcome problems and adversity along the way. That is what power means to me. And that is what I help my coaching clients nurture within themselves. For some people, they've given their power away and especially as women it's we sort of tend to be very nurturing in our nature and often this means we find ourselves gifting others in a way that depletes this inner sense of ours this kind of inner source there are a number of indicators that you can look out for that might suggest that you've been giving your power away or that perhaps your resource of it is currently depleted Say, if you find yourself succumbing to other people's expectations of you and find yourself seeking the approval of others to your own detriment and end up people-pleasing to the point of it diminishing your sense of being. If you feel incompetent, worthless and lack confidence to the point that you find yourself seeking approval of others by doing and saying things that you don't really want to do. Perhaps you've taken a job before because it made your parents happy, haven't got a weekend free in your calendar until August because you have said yes to everything, or you've ended up with your colleague's workload as well as your own because you just can't say no. That is giving your power away. How do you find making decisions? Not trusting in your choices or perhaps even allowing other people to make them for you finding yourself leaning towards the pessimistic side of things or always feeling wronged by others and carrying a lot of anger, resentment and guilt about things that might have happened during the past. 
These are all signs that you aren't living aligned with your power or from your power. And there's another massive red flag and and one that I definitely used to hold for a very long time. And that is that you find yourself complaining about things in your life, yet you don't actually do something about it or make any changes. All of these states, these feelings and behaviours, this is what it feels like to be depleting your power. How many of those things, as I was sort of going through them, did you recognise within yourself? I'm sure at least a few of them, if not all. And now let's move on to the good stuff more and talk about what it feels like to be empowered. Now, it's here that I think it's really important to say that, of course, to a point this is all subjective in the sense that it's so important that you define what being powerful means to you, as your definition might slightly differ from mine, and that is absolutely okay. You need to tap into your essence of what it means to you. Now, first and foremost is awareness. We can't work on anything else until we have the awareness of ourselves to notice these things within us, to notice when something triggers us, when we've perhaps let someone else's decisions sway ours, when we've held ourselves back or changed ourselves to fit in. Self-awareness and awareness of the world around us is the foundation of everything because it's what enables us to choose choose what to do, what not to do, choose what to think, what to say, how to be, how to live. Living intentionally has to come from awareness. And then once we've got that as the underpinning, we can then begin to acknowledge what thoughts we're having that are making us live smaller, to doubt our capabilities or to put others' needs before our own. And that is why managing your mind is the second quality of power. And it's a really important one. When the voice in our head is focusing on problems or it's focusing on all your shortcomings and worrying about the future, you're allowing it to take from you all the possibilities that come with a more positive growth mindset. And when we interrupt any limiting and negative thoughts and intentionally choose to think thoughts that are looking for solutions to our problems, reminding us of our attributes and successes and focusing on the beautiful experiences of the present moment, then this is when we can unlock our true possibilities. In order to feel more powerful, we have to think more powerfully. And that leads us on to the next one, which is taking responsibility. Because until we hold ourselves accountable for the way we think, feel and the outcomes we are having in life, we risk continuously giving away our power. Whatever has happened in the past, whatever is going on right now, and wherever you're heading in the future, it is on you. No one else is to blame for you not getting that job, for when you got hurt, when you didn't show up in the way that you wanted to, to get everything done on your to-do list. It is too easy to blame our parents, to blame not having enough time or as much confidence as other people. But ultimately, it comes down to you and your choices. The thoughts that you choose to have and the things you decide to do or not do each and every day. 
Now, this autonomy of the outcome of your life is empowering when you allow it to be because it means your success and the way that you feel isn't dependent on anyone else or anything else. You're the captain of your own ship in this sense. To me, cultivating power also means being decisive and deliberate. When I'm nurturing my own power, I am able to easily make decisions and I trust in the outcome because I know myself enough to be able to know that what is to know what's best for me and I am in tune with my intuition enough to be able to tap into my gut instinct and it's living deliberately from this place of connection to yourself so that you're intentionally making choices in the way you think the way that you work and in your relationships that take you closer towards the place and the person that you want to be, closer towards your goals, closer towards being more confident, closer to stepping out of your comfort zone. And this intentional decisiveness leads me on to the next thing, which is that when you're attuned with your power, you are protecting your energy acknowledging what depletes your energy and I'm talking here about mental energy physical energy and emotional energy ask yourself who and what takes this from you and what can you do to change this now nothing will deplete our energy more than when we're in a job a relationship or a situation where we are unable to be ourselves and that is why the next big thing is to honor your authenticity ensuring that you are making those choices and you're behaving from a place that is true to you. Ultimately, your true essence is at the core of your power. In order to be living from that place of truth, you need to first get clear on what it is for you, what is important to you, what does make you happy and and what doesn't, and how do you want to be living? And the next is being able to process your feelings. You know the type of people who are very reactive, explosive, and get angrily easily and cause people to kind of run for the hills, avoiding crossing their path at all costs. That is not power. To me, the sign of a person who is really living in their power, from their power, is that they are emotionally intelligent. And by this, I mean that they are able to process their emotions, understand them, accept them, and really feel them rather than just unconsciously reacting to them all the time. The awareness that emotionally intelligent people have enables them to pay attention to what they're feeling as it arises and acknowledge it for what it really is. They see what is truly beneath that rush of anger that they feel. They are able to know that it is coming from a place of fear of perhaps meeting targets or maybe losing clients, of disappointment that they didn't get the outcome they hoped for, or fear of judgment from other people or judgment of themselves. And by taking responsibility and being authentic, they honour their feelings rather than resist them. They don't blame other people and therefore don't need to shout or scream. They feel that surge as a vibe them much more quickly. By allowing this natural processing to occur, they don't need to escape those emotions that they're scared of by overeating, overworking, over shopping, or whatever it is that their jam of escapism is. They don't need to compensate because they're connected to their power rather than letting an emotion define their whole sense of self. 
and sort of becoming that emotion and it having long-lasting impacts on their life. And then lastly, by expressing your desires and needs appropriately and authentically, it enables you to set healthy boundaries, another fundamental aspect of cultivating your power more, rather than gifting away your time, gifting away your energy and your focus to things and people that deplete you rather than fill you up. So get setting healthy boundaries, define what they are to yourself and communicate them with others. Being aware aware enough to understand and process your true feelings without unreasonably reacting, to manage any limiting beliefs and thoughts that are holding you back, to be able to confidently and authentically set healthy boundaries so that you don't give away your energy where you don't want to, and to take responsibility and ownership over your life and the outcomes, to me, that's true power. As always, it is all very well cognitively and intellectually knowing all of this, the theory of power, if you will, but of course, I want you to be able to start taking action towards cultivating more of it for yourself. So I'm going to share a few sort of practical ways and some good questions that mean you can start doing this for yourself. The first being to define what power means to you. What does it feel like? What does it look like? How would you be showing up at work in your relationships if you were coming from a place connected to your inner power? What would you be saying and doing? How would you hold yourself physically? If you're feeling powerful, how would you stand? How would you walk into a room? What would you wear? And write a list of all of these things and spend some time with your eyes closed, visualizing yourself as that person. So you can really start embodying what it feels like becoming that person. And practice this before you go into work, before you have a meeting, before you go on that date. And slowly and surely you'll become that person. It's also important to ask yourself where you're currently giving away your power. So to what situations and people and how are you doing so? How does it make you feel and why does that mean that it's hurting you? What is it depleting you in what way? And how is it preventing you from being the person that you want to be or from doing the things that you want to do? Then Take responsibility for all of these things. If you've been blaming someone else or your job or your finances for not being able to do something or for the way you've been feeling, feeling stressed or scared or hurt, then stop right now. Can you see that by doing so, you have been giving away your power? Until you take ownership of these things, you will be allowing them to deplete you rather than opening up to the possibilities and potential to fill yourself up. And then ask yourself, what do I want in these situations? What can I do differently going forward to ensure that I don't give away my power? And start being that person today. Set those boundaries, manage those critical thoughts and allow yourself the space to process your emotions. I wholeheartedly believe that no person is more powerful than the other. It's just that some people know how to tap into it better than others and some are stuck with limiting beliefs and mindsets that are holding them back. 
On the change course, we are exploring all of these areas in much more detail, along with a whole lot else. This is the whole point of the change course. The six modules delivered over the six weeks are designed to help you develop the awareness, the compassion, connection and understanding to yourself that enable you to unlock your power and tap into your full potential. If you've been holding yourself back, and don't miss out on the remaining places. Uh, there are a number of you that have signed up already, but there are still places left. They're going quickly. So a reminder that the doors will be closing next Wednesday, the 4th of March, 2020. And it does look like that we probably will sell out of them before then. So if you are thinking about it, and if you enjoy everything I explore in the podcast and you want to take it all to the next level for yourself and experiencing experience coaching with me for yourself for a really reasonable and affordable price then head to the link in the description of this episode and sign up now so this is the last curiosity club episode for a while i'm taking that little break to go and record the next season for you we've got some very exciting episodes with some amazing guests coming up and they are going to be with you in april so to stay up to date with the latest news on this make sure you're subscribed and come and follow us on instagram at the curiosity club underscore and in the meantime why not listen back to the whole library of previous episodes you've got 56 to choose from if you've listened to them all already then re-listening to them see what you get from them what else resonates with you now that you're listening at a different time in your life i guarantee that you'll get something new and share the episodes with friends and family as it would be so wonderful to have more people joining the club before we kick off next season if you haven't done so already then please go and leave that rating and review i will be counting down the days until i am back with the next season i genuinely cannot wait to share it all with you all but until then stay curious